What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We have some great things to cover. A great finish of the weekend. Some sweeps. Some sweeps with playoff implications. Some great outstanding performances. Let's get started. So we'll start with some great outstanding individual. Yeah, that's a bit redundant. Great outstanding. I meant great individual performances. Gunnar Henderson was a single shy of the cycle in Oakland. The O's wrapped up a three-city road trip with a sweep of the A's, and they extended their AL East lead to three games over the Rays, but Gunnar Henderson was all over this one on Sunday. I mean, had he been so inclined, he could have become the first Orioles rookie to hit for the cycle, but he chose not to. After he doubled in the third, tripled in the fourth, homered in the seventh, all he needed was a base hit, and he stepped up to the plate with one out in the eighth inning. He laced the ball down the right field line for... A double. He could have stopped the first base, taking the cycle, but he chose not to. And with that, he got his fourth extra base hit of the game. I mean, he's the youngest player in Orioles history with four extra base hits in a game. 22 years and 52 days old. That is Gunnar Henderson's age. The prior youngest was Kyle Ripken Jr., who did so at 23 years and 10 days old. So... That's a pretty good list to put yourself on. Of course, it's not a cycle, but that's also a really outstanding list to put yourself on. And it's not the first time that Gunnar Henderson has been mentioned in the same breath as Hall of Famer Cal Ripken. It's probably not going to be the last. Because, I mean, you have someone who's AL Rookie of the Year candidate. Very strong. I think he's the front runner right now. But he's also helping the team win. And he's low-key becoming the face of the Orioles. Low-key. I mean, not yet. I think Adley Rushman is is the face, but, you know, Gunner has been just as good, if not better, quite frankly. Not has no shade on Rush. They've both been outstanding. It's just a testament to how good these young Orioles players have been. So, like I said, Orioles are three games ahead of the Rays in the AL East. They got some breathing room with this win. And... Now they're 30 games over 500. They're 77 and 47 on the season. This is the most games above 500 they've been before September for the first time since 1997. So this is as good of an Orioles team as we've seen in a long, long time. Kyle Bradish tossed six scoreless innings to lead the way on the mound. Jorge Mateo also hit an inside the park home run. Speaking of Speaking of AL East matchups, go to New York where the Yankees and Red Sox played a series this weekend. Two teams going in different directions. So Justin Turner has been in the middle of everything for the Red Sox the past few weeks. So he had two clutch hits to help the Red Sox to their second sweep of the Yankees in 2023. They swept the Yankees this weekend. JT had four RBIs, including a three-run homer and an RBI double in the series finale on Sunday. Boston came out on top with a 6-5 victory. They swept the three-game series. Rafael Devers also homered in this game, hit his 29th of the season. And, and by the way, Turner's home run was his 20th of the season. If you look at his numbers on the season, I mean, he has quietly just put up a very, very strong year. I mean, this is someone who signed a one-year deal. He's an older player. Obviously, didn't have that much interest on the market. But 288 with an 844 OPS, 20 home runs. Where did that come from? I don't think many people saw that coming, but Justin Turner has been locked in all season long for the Boston Red Sox. The team that's not locked in right now is the 
New York Yankees. Now, the Yankees have lost eight straight. And it is probably time to panic now. Because when you lose eight straight in the AL East these days, you're, you're going to lose a lot of ground. It's too competitive of a division to take your foot off the gas. But they've lost eight straight. Now they're nine games out of the wild card chase. So I think with five weeks left in the season, it's going to be really, really tough for the Yankees to salvage this and make a playoff run. It's going to be very tough. Their season, that, that, that might be the dagger right there. I, I'm just going to say that is the dagger. The, the Yankees are coming back. They're not going to the playoffs. That sweep at the hands of the Red Sox seals the deal. The Red Sox, on the other hand, they've been up and down this year. But now, a little bit of momentum. They won three in a row because of that sweep. Seven and three in the last ten games. So they're three games out of the wild card. That's still going to be a dogfight. That's going to be quite a dogfight because there are a lot of teams vying for that AL wild card. And they're, they're they're all battling right now. Speaking of which, another team that's suddenly in the wild card picture is the Seattle Mariners. They currently hold a third wild card spot. They're half a game behind Houston for the second spot. They just swept the Astros in Houston. They swept them. And that's how you gain ground, obviously, when you sweep head-to-head matchups. It was a big series for the M's. They swept Houston for the first time since 2018. It was also Seattle's sixth series sweep of the season and their seventh straight winning road series. I mean, in this series... You know, Julio Rodriguez, this dude just led the way. I mean, he had he had 19 hits in a five-game span. I'm sorry, he had 18 hits in a five-game span. He just missed time in the record, which is 19. And I mean that's that's a lot of hits. I mean, he had like 17 in three games or something like that. It, it was it was pretty crazy to start the weekend. It's like, what is going on? But he was just locked in in Houston and just he was, he was a hit machine. And, you know, there were talks about sophomore slump, which was very warranted, obviously, earlier in the season. Julio wasn't putting up good numbers, but you know, the second half, he's been much better. And he's, and we see he's locked in right now, at least from, from the hit tool standpoint. The power's been there for the most part. Uh, I mean, there, there you go. I mean, the hit he had on Sunday was a double, his 30th double of the year. So he's, he's doing just fine. I mean, if you really look at it and, it, by the end of the season, we look at his total numbers. They're going to be just fine. He's got 21 home runs on the year, 33 steals, 30 doubles. I mean, you'll take the strikeouts when you get that kind of production from Julio. And, of course, with the gold glove caliber defense in center field. Moving on, we're going to move to the NL Central. So, well, this is NL Central versus AL Central matchup in Arlington, Texas. But the Brewers... They made a statement with a sweep of the Rangers. So the Rangers are on top of the AL West, but the AL West was interesting this weekend where both the Rangers and Astros got swept. So the Brewers went to Arlington and they did their thing. They were fueled by a strong outing from right-hander Adrian Hauser. And the Brew crew was able to silence the Rangers offense yet again. They won the series finale by a score of 6-2 to two on Sunday at Globe Life Field. So... You know, Adrian Hauser tossed five innings of one-run ball. He struck out seven batters and got his fifth victory of the season. But, you know, this is an uncharacteristic showing for the Rangers. They've been they've been very good all year. They haven't been swept much, but getting swept at home obviously isn't, isn't great. But the Brewers do what they need to do because they're trying to win a Central, right? That, that's the division that, that's been, you know, Milwaukee, Cincinnati. They've kind of been going neck and neck. These two teams have been jockeying for position. 
But as things stand right now, the Brewers are on top of the NL Central, you know, and then the Chicago Cubs, I forgot about them. They're also in that picture. The Cubs are behind them by three games, and then the Reds are behind the Brewers by four games. But that's a statement sweep by the Milwaukee Brewers because it's not just any team. It's the Texas Rangers, which have been, you know, they've been one of the best teams in baseball all season long. So I would say those are the main highlights from Sunday. Obviously, there's the Little League Classic on Sunday Night Baseball, which was, you know, won by the Washington Nationals, a close one there at the end with a three run homer or three or two run home run, I, I, I believe, to cut it to one run. But the Nats end up holding off for a win. They win by a score of four to three. But you got some pretty special things going on. Keep an eye on Gunnar Henderson. Keep an eye on Justin Turner. These guys are just having really good seasons. And, and, uh, yeah. So that's going to do it for today, folks. We start a new week, some cool series to, to take in. So enjoy those. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.